Well, we've been talking about that border blockade at the U.S.-Canada border in Alberta and Coots for quite a while now. Uh, then suddenly, this morning, the long-standing blockade came to a sudden end. After more than two weeks, a convoy of trucks and other vehicles packed up and left this morning. It comes just 24 hours, though, after the RCMP had announced a series of arrests uh, of protesters and the seizure of weapons and ammunition. Here's protest organizer Marco Van Hugenboss. We came here peacefully. Uh, we knew that there could come a time where we would be, uh, uh, enforcement would take us out of here, but we would have left peacefully. And the, um, the uh, developments with the weapons and, and, and the personal armor was, was not associated with us. And to keep that distant, we decided to leave peacefully. Well, late today, RCMP Deputy Commissioner Curtis Zablowski said there was real and organized criminal activity happening at that protest as evidenced by those arrests. Many have asked the hows and whys of the actions taken during this event. There isn't a single decision that was made that wasn't in the interest of the safety of all involved. Handling large protests safely doesn't happen without significant resources and flexibility. That was RCMP Deputy Commissioner Curtis Zablocki later earlier this afternoon. Um, We've been speaking a lot with Heather Urex-West. She's the Global National Alberta correspondent about the whole Coots affair. In fact, even just last night, you were telling us, Heather, that this looked like it might be coming to an end, but there had been false rumors in the past. So thanks for being here again. And ultimately, it is in fact over. What happened? It is over. Yeah, 18 days and things came to an end this morning, as you heard from one of the protest organizers in that in that clip. It really was the discovery of that uh, cache of weapons and the arrests that uh, led to this decision. Uh, protest organizers and many of the protesters that I, I have spoken with over the last uh, couple of days, they, they said that it was really important to them that this was a peaceful protest. And um, they, they just didn't want to be associated with uh, with this kind of, of violent threat, this kind of, of, of criminal activity. And um, given uh, the nature of the charges and what was discovered, uh, they, they felt that it they really had no choice at this point, um, but but to pack up and leave. And so this morning, uh, you know, shortly before lunchtime, around 10 a.m., we we saw you know all of the vehicles uh, off the the roads to uh, the border. They were lined up in, in the side side roads. The um, that uh, smuggler saloon, the restaurant just off the highway in. Uh, in Coots that had become the protest headquarters, uh, all the all the protesters there kind of gathered. They got together for a group photo, Sango Canada. It was this atmosphere of kind of the the last day of camp, and then um, they rolled out tractors, trucks, trailers. They uh, convoyed down the same highway that they they came. Uh, they entered into the community 18 days ago. Uh, as they left the community, RCMP stopped each one, collected names, information. RCMP telling me that's because they uh, have ongoing investigations, um, not not just uh, the the weapons and, and and charges related to that, but the, a few other um, uh, illegal activities that that were happening uh, over the past two and a half weeks. Uh, they rolled through the the second uh, protest site through Milk River to, to cheers and applause and honks, and it was like this kind of a celebratory atmosphere of you know the the end of this. Uh, 
this 18-day campaign. And then, um, you know, over the next few hours, the, the rest of the, the protesters packed up their camps. Uh, some remain in the area. The uh, community um, of Milk River kind of... Uh, donated, set aside a field um, where uh, a peaceful protest could continue. They're, you know, they're not blocking the highway, the border, not hurting anyone. They're not breaking any laws and then they're free to continue to assemble there. And some have um, a fraction of of the people that were there uh, before, but there are still some people um, continuing their protest. But uh, most of the people that uh, we spoke with uh, were planning on, on going home. There was some disappointment. I heard one woman described it as, as heartbreaking. They weren't ready. They didn't feel that they had completely met their objective, but um, they they say it was it's the right decision to make. And uh, you know the the border is is back open, and this blockade is is over. Heather, we were learning more today about some of the charges that, uh, or at least the people facing the charges and what the charges were of those arrested uh, early yesterday morning and that cache of weapons, as you mentioned, that was seized. And some of the, the charges are, pr- pr- are, are pretty serious. I mean, conspiracy to murder uh, appears. What do we know more today about, about those charges and who is involved uh, than we did yesterday? Yeah, so they um, all made kind of virtual court appearances in in Lethbridge, or, or most of them at least. Um, we know that that uh, the people facing these charges are all from Alberta, all from Southern Alberta, Central Alberta. Um, four uh, four of these people have uh, been charged with the the most serious offenses of of the. Uh, I think there was four different charges: so conspiracy to commit murder. Um, very serious charges uh and we're starting to um learn little bits and pieces about what could be motivating uh what could be behind what what their plans were that's obviously going to be the subject of an ongoing rcmp investigation um the canadian anti-hate network uh has identified um in the photo that RCMP uh, shared yesterday of, of that cache of weapons, uh, they, the network tweeted that uh, right away they recognized um, some uh, logos on uh, one of the sets of body armor and they connected that with um, uh, a group that they describe as a, a neo-fascist um, accelerationist militia. So that's uh, concerning. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're just, uh, going to be, you know, asking some questions and trying to to dive into, to, you know, who these other people are, social media activities, you know, uh, show that, um, some of them were involved in, uh, the, the convoy from the beginning, some were in Ottawa, uh, earlier. So, um, yes, a lot of questions uh, trying to, to paint a picture of, of, a you know, who, who this group was, what they were planning, um, were they really a, a small faction uh, unrelated to the, the larger group? Those are all uh, valid questions that, uh, you know, a lot of people want answers to. I'm sure we'll find out more as the investigation goes on as well. I'm speaking with Heather Yurix West, Global Nationals, Alberta correspondent about the end of the Coots blockade uh, that happened this morning, just 24 hours after RCMP made a series of arrests and seized weapons and ammunition. Uh, RCMP are still there tonight, though, just making sure everything's okay? Yeah, they say that they're going to be maintaining a presence for a little while, just, uh, you know, making sure that the 
that it's stable, um, safe for the the people that live there, for the the traffic that uh, relies on that trade route. It wasn't long um, after that convoy pulled out that we started seeing uh, commercial trucks roll down the highway uh, southbound. Um, people were, you know, waiting for for that news. The, the, the number is pretty. I mean, this isn't Windsor. This isn't, uh, you know, Canada's busiest. Uh, a port, but it is a major one for Alberta. I think the number is forty-four million dollars a day of, of goods pass through that border. So, um, a lot of industries were were very anxious to have have it open again. So, RCMP will be on site, just kind of ensuring that uh, that access is maintained. Well, eighteen days times forty-four million dollars. Just out of curiosity, as a last question, will there be any? repercussions for those who who created this blockade where are, are those investigations i think you mentioned those investigations are continuing uh but can we expect any repercussions for those who in fact impeded this traffic for the last more than two weeks yeah rcmp say that that there are more charges to come um and the investigations are ongoing uh I, I, whether that is you know related to moving the the peaceful protest into a, an unlawful state as the uh, RCMP put it um, I'm not sure uh, but you know a lot of people have uh, been inconvenienced uh, a lot of industries have been harmed by this uh, uh, long blockade and um, yeah that, that's a, a very good question I, I know that you know industries from uh, agriculture the beef industry um, manufacturing exports uh, you know and you know the truckers that have had to uh, try and reroute through other ports and and make um you know make it work cost effective uh with you know sometimes six seven uh extra hours on their trip it's uh it's been a grind for a lot of people uh, and you included Heather Yurks West. Thanks so much for keeping <laughs> us in uh, informed about what's happened over the last eighteen days, and thanks for keeping us up to date about the, all the different uh, ebb and flow of this pro of this blockade. So much appreciated, and have a great night. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much.